Well, good evening, Mr. Jones. Good evening, Hot Stuff. How are you? Good. I'd like to welcome all of you listening to podcast number five. Cinco de podcast. Cinco de podcast. <laughs> we had a few yes. technical hitches before we get running tonight. Yes, we did. Did you want to share why we had technical hitches? Uh, because you accidentally upgraded my machine to the latest Mac OS developer version of 10.10. I did, did I? Well. That's not how I remember it. You gave it to me as a Father's Day present. Early. Out of the goodness of my heart. And then I was compelled to upgrade without actually realizing, oh, this is a production machine. And in doing so, I uh, broke something. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how much I'm allowed to say because I'm under a non-disclosure agreement with Apple. But nevertheless, I screwed up. But between the genius of the Holy Spirit and our producer, Blake Stratton, we've got some sort of thing working. So let's hope it actually works. <laughs> yes, let's hope indeed. Um, on the topic of... Mac OS 10.10, the good news this week is Apple had the Worldwide Developer Conference, Woo-hoo! which made me very happy, mm-hmm. and they released, well, they didn't release, they announced iOS 8 and Mac OS 10.10, which they're codenaming Yosemite, <laughs> which I can't help but read and pronounce as Yosemite. The reason for that, ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, is when we first got married, uh, we were ministering in Santa Clara, California, and when we went there, AJ just said to me, you know, while we're there, I've always wanted to shoot Yosemite National Park. So she just called it Yosemite from the whole time that I knew, deliberately, so that I would think, as it a poor, innocent Yosemite. British person, that it was called Yosemite. So we go off to California, and not realizing I'm sounding exceptionally foolish calling it Yosemite, we hmm. hook up with this pastor and we hmm. go for lunch. We minister at this church. We go to this Mexican restaurant. And I thought it would be really funny to mispronounce all the words. So Which like, we did sometimes anyway, just for fun. Yeah, just yeah. To, for fun. So I was like, can I have some quasi-dillas? Oh, oh no, no, maybe I'll have some fajitas. I'm, I'm not sure. And you could see this pastor like uh, uh, about to correct me. And of course, I think this is very, very funny until I start. Uh, you know, he's asking, what do you want to do after church? I'm like, well, I'd really like to go see Yosemite, at which point I think he had his California <laughs> pride had enough. He's like, it's pronounced Yosemite. And I was like, no, it's not. I mean, I know the Mexican stuff is not actually pronounced that. Guacamole um, is actually guacamole. But uh, that's the Yosemite story. So to this day, some almost nine years later, every time I see it written down, I, I want to go, oh, yeah, Mac OS 10.10 Yosemite is coming out. Sorry, baby. Yeah, you're completely forgiven. Not sorry. Top of the list of what's new this week, drumroll, our dear friends, I'm not sure how well a drumroll is okay, going to work it. on Just that. imagine a drumroll in your head. Our dear friends Gary and Sarah Morgan had a baby boy. Yes, they did. He's so cute. He is absolutely adorable. Sweet We're very, Tobias. very excited to welcome Tobias John Samuel Morgan. Yes, round DJ. Of, round of applause for a quadruple barrel name. Whoop, whoop. Well, I guess when they're that good, you have to string them all together. Yep, yeah. So as soon as we finish this podcast, we're actually going to go FaceTime with the Morgans. Yay, he's so cute. He very cute. Honestly, babe, if we hadn't had it medically determined that we couldn't have more, he'd be enough to make me want to have another one. Which is why we had it medically determined that we would not have any more. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> For moments such as these. But we could still celebrate his arrival by special cuddles after the podcast. Oh, well, um, I'll take you up on that offer maybe later. 
<laughs> and that's all we have time for this week. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs> we gotta go. See ya. <laughs> we gotta go. Uh, what else was uh, awesome this week or new? Uh, oh, we went to Kate's Kitchen. Is that what it was called? Kate's Kitchen? We did. We just walked into this woman's house and we're like, are you Kate? Yeah, great. Can we eat dinner. here? Um, no, it's a little restaurant in uh, Cool Springs area. And actually, I quite enjoyed it. I liked the way that they decorated it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the food that I have, I mean, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, it's the best food ever. But it was good. I would go back. I uh, I liked it. I'm not sure what the relationship is, but there's a restaurant called Mac and Kate's. Mm-hmm. On Franklin Road, which we've been to, and I think it's the same family or same owners, but yeah, it, I thought it was quite great. They had some fantastic fruit tea, which was a level, but the they had no fish tacos. Great. They didn't have fish tacos. So basically, if a restaurant doesn't have fish tacos, I fast at the moment. But I don't so much fast. Yeah. I just substitute my desire for fish tacos with something else, like a pimento cheeseburger. Uh, which is on living on at the moment. So it's not exactly fasting. Well, it's fasting in the sense that I'm not eating fish tacos, which on the topic of which I found uh, some delicious fish tacos at Sopapillas, also on Franklin Road. Uh, they were superb. In fact, it was so good, I just asked them to bring me a bowl of the Baja sauce, <laughs> which I proceeded they to They were drink. very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the topic of food, you did a phenomenal job tonight. Why Thank don't you tell you. everybody about your delicious meal? Thank you. Um, well, I have a new cookbook. Well, it's not that new now. I've had it for a couple of months, but it's called Against All Grain by uh, Danielle Walker. And it's um, all paleo recipes. So it's, you know, grain free and uh, so I don't have talk to about change that for a anything. Yeah. Because. In the time that we've been married, and from meeting people like Dr. Josh Axe and our dear friend Dr. Ronson Dykstra, we've progressively, progressively, I just made up some new words, progressively been understanding more and more about nutrition. <laughs> I've clearly been ignoring most of it, but been but, collecting but I've more been paying and more attention a little. <laughs> so paleo is like a hardcore version of gluten-freeness. It's like yeah, going gluten-free and then going for extra bonus points. It's essentially dairy-free, gluten-free, and or dairy-free, grain-free, and sugar-free. And you would think that that would be joy-free. But based on tonight's meal, it most certainly wasn't. No, it, it, tonight was so good. I want to eat it again tomorrow. It was Asian. What was it? It was Korean beef oh. noodles um, bowl. But, of course, the noodles are actually spiralized zucchini which sounds so disgusting and ridiculous but, but it was so amazing good and you marinated the meat in yes for like, like chilies and hours. ginger yeah. and oh Fresh just ginger yeah absolutely oh, superb so nice so if you ever come to our house for dinner feel free to request the whatever it's called the bowl <laughs> of meat that's delicious the delicious bowl of meat no, that might be a little confusing mm-hmm mm-hmm um, our topic for this week yes. that I wanted to talk about was actually suggested to us by our four-year-old. A couple of weeks ago, we're driving, or I'm driving along. My four-year-old, Tia, just announced this from the back of the car in her cute little voice. Daddy, tell me everything you know about the glory. And I was like, Whoa, what? So I did my best to talk to her about the glory and realized I don't know much about the glory. Um, but then she said, tell me everything you know about the Holy Spirit, of which I could give her a much fuller answer. Mm-hmm. And then she announced that she would like to speak in tongues <laughs> at four years old. I love the stage she's in right now. It just reminds me about, you know, being childlike and just sort of, well, if 
God says we can have it, we can have it. And so just how do we do that then? Mm-hmm. Rather than how complicated we make things. But her questions just started me. I mean, I think it's amazing that she's asking questions like that at four. I was asking questions like that in my mid-twenties. So she's already got like a 20-year head start on me. But I was thinking about talking about the glory, and then I realized I, I don't actually know that much about the glory, but I do know about his presence. And so I wondered if it would be good to talk about the presence of God. Okay. Because it's it's our favorite thing. It's awesome. And I guess it's been at the forefront of our mind because we've been listening to this track that Jesse Early, one of our worship leaders at Grace Center, recorded. She, she didn't even record it. It was Monday night, the last um, session of the Moore Conference. And David Campbell had finished speaking, and we didn't know what to do. And Mike Wessner, bless him, got up and just started playing some keys. And so Jessie got up and just started singing some oohs and ahs. She just got up, and she's got this amazing way of just following the Holy Spirit. And it's going to sound ridiculous um, as I describe it, of course, in the same way that me describing how good tonight's food was is just pales into comparison with you actually getting to eat it. But Jessie gets up and she sings, and you know she's accompanied by our phenomenal band, and you know they they all just start playing spontaneously, which to me is amazing. I don't know how they do it. And the presence of God was just so thick in the room. Now, if you aren't used to that terminology, we'll we'll explain what we mean about that. Um, but the presence of God was so thick and it was so profound. I ran to the back and asked Marcus, our sound guy, Marcus, please tell me you recorded that, of which he absolutely did, which I was so uh, thrilled. And so we downloaded it earlier this weekend, and we've just been listening to it in our house and just mm-hmm. playing it nonstop. Or a car, wherever we are, yeah. And it's amazing because you play this track and you can absolutely feel the presence of God come in your house. And so I don't know how that works. But, you know, I emailed Jesse and said, hey, do you mind if we, I'm sure everybody would like to listen to this. So we put it online yesterday, and uh, over 300 people have downloaded it so far. I don't know how many people have listened to it because you can listen to it or download it. The people we were hosting it with emailed me and just said, you've maxed out uh, your your download space. So we quickly moved it somewhere else. If you look at the show notes, we'll have a link to it. I would really encourage you to just download it and uh, and soak to it. It's incredible. Just absolutely just, amazing. Just put it on, lie in the middle of your floor, and just press play and let God and do what God does. Yeah. But I want to talk about the presence of God because I remember reading about the presence of God and I remember hearing testimonies about people encountering the presence of God, but in my life, at that point, I'd never experienced the presence of God. Do you remember the first time you experienced the presence of God? Um, yeah, probably. I mean, I guess it would have been maybe 91. So the first time I was slain in the Spirit was 91. No, 92. Are you Pentecostal? Slain in the Spirit? Slain in the Spirit. Overcome by the Lord. Um, yeah, the, actually it was early 92, I guess, but I didn't know what was happening. So I didn't know why I was on the floor, why everybody was okay with it. Um, and what was happening to you? Why nobody was calling an ambulance. Um, I, I couldn't stand primarily. And I, uh, just started howling, laughing. It was just after Mark DuPont had prophesied over me. Right. And I was just getting totally wrecked by God. Um, but I had no grid for again, why am I on the floor? Why am I laughing? Why, 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 why? You know. You know what's funny about that is I was reading my Bible earlier tonight and I came across this verse, which I just tweeted. I didn't know that we were going to be talking about this tonight. But Isaiah 61, verse 10 says this I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God. 
And I was reading that, and I was like, well, that has to look like something. I wonder what it looks like to be so overwhelmed with joy in the Lord. And so here you are talking about rolling around on the floor, laughing hysterically. Oh, yeah, like my stomach hurt. My face was cramping. I mean, I was like 45 minutes of just howling, laughing. And my in my mind, I was like, what on earth are you laughing about? But I couldn't stop it. Talk to me about what happened after that. Like, I don't mean immediately <laughs> after that. In the weeks, months that followed that. What well, did you notice was different? For me, previous to that, previous to that encounter, I was still um, struggling with uh, eating disorders. I was still struggling with being suicidal. And um, after that encounter, even though those things weren't prayed over or prayed about, right. uh, I didn't struggle with them anymore. I haven't struggled with them anymore. So that was the day that everything changed. It is remarkable when you encounter the Holy Spirit in a way that your brain doesn't understand, and he kind of overrules what's going on. You know, many people have heard my testimony of, I think I was, I don't know, 22, 23, and I walked into a church, an environment I'd never experienced. I thought it was very, very bizarre. Um, Probably very similar to Grace Center is now the church that we uh, attend and uh, pastor at. But I remember encountering the Holy Spirit there, and I remember it was different for me. I was prayed for, and, and I too fell over. I didn't understand why I fell over. And I I remember hitting the floor, and I remember it was like somebody popped a cork on a champagne bottle that had been shaken up, And except what I, I had the opposite reaction to you. I just wept and wept and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. And I remember getting off the floor and going home and thinking, that was the weirdest church I've ever been to. And honestly, I didn't go home speaking in tongues. I didn't go home with rapturous visions. I didn't go home uh, having any of these things uh, happen to me. But what I do know, what changed for me is everything changed for me. That, that, you know, that for me was like the ballpark of before and after experiencing the Holy Spirit. Everything changed in my life for me. But subsequent experiences of of just being in the presence of God is, you know, isn't marked by me sobbing in tears or you laughing hysterically. No. So I would say weekly we at Grace Center would experience varying degrees of the presence of God. Yeah, for sure. Especially in worship. And and for me, remember that verse that David talked about, you know, we talked about I've beheld your glory in the temple. Like for me, I remember writing home to my parents. I, I went to Toronto, uh, saw everything that happened in Toronto, and I was writing to my dad about it. And I said, I've sold all that I've all that I had to get to Toronto, primarily because I wanted to experience the presence of God. And you know, that whole place is just absolutely saturated in the presence of God. Yeah. I remember, li- you know, living there yeah. as a student for five months, and it was just uh, incredible. Like everywhere you went, just the presence of God was so thick. I didn't know it was portable, and I didn't know what I was experiencing in Scotland, in my little bedroom in Edinburgh on Warrender Park Road was also the presence of God. Because I remember I'd have times where I would just pray and I would just wait and I would soak. Like I would just put on music and lie on the floor. And the presence of God, which I didn't know it was that at the time, I do now, would come and fill the room so thickly that I'd actually have to ask him to move away because I thought I might explode. You know, the presence of God was so thick right. that I would just feel like, God, you, you, I know I spent weeks asking for you to come, but now I'm going to have to ask you to leave because I don't think my mortal frame can cope. So the presence of God is highly portable. Yeah. And 
I wanted to leave our listeners with some practical steps of how do you host the presence of God in your house? Okay. So what would you say? I have create, a secret list in my I would say sort of create an environment or a space that's just yours and his. And, you know, we have the uh, luxury in this house of being able to have a room that we can just make our God room and, and make that a place where we meet with him. But, um, you know, in place when times when we've lived in smaller places or I have friends that have lived, you know, where they have six children or ten children and they can't do that. They have, have friends a, with ten children? Um. Yeah. Have they not heard about cable television? Oh, dear. Um, so <laughs> they would just have like a chair or, you know, something like that where this is my space. And when I know when I sit down here, it's this is where I tune in mm-hmm. with God. And whatever. That was me. I had a chair in our, and I just had a chair and I would go sit there and be with the Lord in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I didn't mean to interrupt you. You were mid flow. So that's all I mean. I, I think my top tip would be have a place, um, you know, a place or a space where you know this is where I go to meet with God and it's it's um it feels like home for mm-hmm. that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I remember being so uh, don't hear me say left brain I think there's something wrong, but I remember being so analytical. Analysis and experience often butt heads. You can often have an experience and get pulled out of the experience because you're trying to analyze the experience. Right. It's a bit like you know kissing if I come over there right now and start making out with you, if I start processing my head going, well, I, I, I mean, I don't know, this is probably isn't the most, uh, you know, this is, I wonder if she's enjoying this and should I move my mouth up and down a bit more? And, and how many you know, germs are we sharing you know, right now? Ridiculous. You know, it's going to kill the moment. Right. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I remember being so analytical, just, you know, reading about people having experiences with the presence of God. And I remember sitting in my apartment in Edinburgh or my flat in Edinburgh and just waiting for the presence of God to come and not realizing it was there because, for example, I might feel a physical sensation, but I would explain it away. Mm-hmm. So I think the easiest thing that helped me was the whole thing of soaking, of just putting on a CD or playing a track like the one we just talked about and just lying down on the floor. The reason you don't have to lie down on the floor, you can sit wherever you want. The reason I like lying down is you, you can't do anything when you're lying down. So I would just lie down and just say, Holy Spirit, everything she sings and everything she's doing uh, right now, I outsource my worship to her. I, I agree with everything she prays. And then that would just be free for me to engage with the Holy Spirit. And here's what I would do is whenever I would feel something, I would pay attention to what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. So if I felt my hands tingling, I would acknowledge that. If I felt... um like groaning, I would, you know, I'd often find myself groaning. If I felt um, a, a breeze begin to blow over me, I'd, I'd acknowledge that. Sounds crazy, but the more attention I gave that, the, and I began to realize that it was the Holy Spirit, the more I began to acknowledge and welcome and not analyze or fight or get into a tug of war with the presence, the more easily the presence of God would come for me. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, um, like for me, soaking was actually really hard. Oh, impossibly hard. You know, and I mean, I would run the list of all the things I could be doing that would be more effective use of my time than lying on the floor and what I thought was, oh, waiting or hoping that God would show up. But I think I know as I reflect back on um, the level of brokenness I was walking in before I started 
soaking and and really mm-hmm. letting God just have his way, even though most of the time I had no idea what he was doing or if right. he was doing anything. Right. I can honestly say I think probably 80 or 90% of the healing I've received in my life has come through those times of just lying on the floor and letting God be God. And experiencing his presence. And experiencing his presence. And sometimes yeah. I would feel stuff and sometimes I didn't, you know. I could usually tell he was there, you mm-hmm. know, but I mean, sometimes I'd ball and sometimes I'd just lie there and feel peaceful and, mm-hmm. you know, it was always different. But, um, yeah, God is really good at doing what he does. He really is. Uh, we got stories after stories after stories of people being healed just in his presence mm-hmm. with nobody praying, mm-hmm. nobody doing anything, just being in the presence of God. I, I, you know, I think it's amazing that, I mean, I, I moved across the world for the presence of God. I heard that he was alive and well and was visiting this church in Toronto. And so I, th- you know, I just find it so funny that people are doing the same to come to Grace Center. You know, we meet people who've, you know, moved out of state, moved countries just to come because they've experienced the presence of God, and I, I absolutely love it. And I think, actually, Alan, that that's probably the two different reactions to when God shows up in a place. Like, your reaction was, I want to move there, and I want to, I want what God's doing. And mm-hmm. my reaction was, like, I was there, and I was offended because I didn't understand that God would move this way, and so I wanted to leave. Right. You know, which is, I'm so glad I didn't, and God arrested me in that moment. Mm-hmm. But I think we have to be so careful to not think that we understand God so well that we have him in a box. Right. And and still be pursuing him, even in the moments where we're like, huh, I didn't know it was going to look like this, God, but I can mm-hmm. identify it's you. And so how about I let you be you, and I'll just be me. Right. I don't know. Well, I want to pray for everybody who listening. Father, I pray that your presence would begin to manifest, Lord, just in the lives of everybody who's listening, Lord, that their yeah. uh, houses and cars and the rooms of their house, and even as they sleep at night, Lord, would be places of visitation and habitation, that you would just come. Lord, I pray for the people who are listening, who uh, are leaders of churches, that you would begin to increase your presence yes, in their churches. And Lord, I ask for a worldwide visitation of your glory. Your your word yes, is God. really, really clear that your glory is going to fill the earth. And But Lord, I just pray that you would start doing that. It would just be absolutely amazing. Yeah. That I thank you that the kingdom is within us and we can just let it out wherever we go. And so I'm asking, Lord, that you would just come and fill us mm. with your love and fill us with your goodness and that you would just teach us to be students of your presence and of your glory. And just like my four-year-old daughter, we would be people who would just be like, Holy Spirit, tell us everything you know about the glory and that you would increase that on our lives. Thank you, God. If you would like to know more about the presence of God, David Campbell preached an amazing message in the last line of the More Conference. We'll put a link to that in the show notes. You can watch that for free on Grace Center's YouTube channel uh, or you can download the MP3. We'll put the link in the show notes. Um, And also we'll link to Jesse Early singing her oohs and ahs, so you can get in the presence of God. The one thing I forgot to mention that was super exciting for us, this is a little nerdy detail, was I'm just on iTunes, and I noticed that our podcast jumped into the new and noteworthy. <laughs> uh, well, what was really funny was, you know, we're, we're categorized, this podcast is categorized as religion and spirituality, and then in a subcategory of Christianity. And on the first day I noticed that we were just tucked away in the Christianity. You know, we were... Uh, you know, buried. We're still in the new and noteworthy section, but buried. Well, the next couple of days, what do you know? We're on the front page of religion and spirituality. So I don't it's quite so know bizarre. how it works, <laughs> but 
Uh, I know a bunch of people have been leaving feedback. I'm pretty sure that helps. So if you listen to this, if this encourages you, if you could do us a favor and uh, go to iTunes and just leave us a review, it really, really helps. Um, and I would just love to see us on the front page. I think that would be awesome. I would love people to hear more about the presence of God and, and whatnot. Yeah, it'd be cool. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is this week we have uh, AJ's book, Finding Father, uh, on sale for the iPad Enhanced Edition. So if you're an iPad user and you would love a copy of her book, uh, we've discounted it globally. So it's available in 30 nations uh, from the iTunes store. If you, again, follow the link in the show notes, uh, you can get that on sale as well. We'd love you to pick up a copy of that. And if you have any questions for us, hit us up on Twitter, uh, Alan and AJ, uh, or visit our website, alanandaj.com slash ask, to leave us a question. And uh, we'd love to try and answer your questions on the next episode of Keeping Up With The Joneses. Do you want to do a shout out to these countries that we saw on the... Oh, here's the other crazy thing. We were looking at our stats and we saw countries that... What do I say? We saw countries I didn't even know existed. <laughs> I'm ignorant, so that's not actually that We don't impressive. have a map in the Jones household. But uh, we saw a bunch of countries. So we want to say hi to anybody listening in the following countries. United States. You oh. know, I know, right? Tricky. Uh, United Kingdom, Australia... New Zealand, Canada, whoop, whoop, Norway, Brazil, South Africa, Malaysia, the Republic of Korea, Cambodia, Shelley, that must be you, we love you, Sweden, the Philippines, Netherlands, Nigeria, Italy, France, Finland, and Germany. I can't believe that you're listening all over the world. We just want to say hi. Thank you for tuning in. And may the presence of God hit you in the best possible way this week. Yeah. We will see you same time, same place next week. Bye.